Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Better Build a Brand podcast available through literally every network. I am talking to you, Cameron Moore, of Build a Brand Flash podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, coming up. Who I have just learned about today and have made an enemy. As always, I am Corey. Eric, I didn't think you were going to come out swinging. I know we talked about it, but I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> All right. Whew. You can't edit audio, as it's it's famously said. So, <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> watch your back. Or don't. You live in Mississippi. We're not coming to you in person. Um, not for years. Not- <laughs> Corey does not. Since Eric seems to be stalling here, I'll jump in. Hi, I'm Chris, the business master. And Cameron, I will see you in hell. I've had three beers, pub trivia, and I'm now eating a moonshine pickle. I am here to fight and win business. Oh, that's a a good energy. I'm on the back foot already. Um, That's exciting stuff. Oh, this pickle. Wait, Corey, before we get into this, you're eating a moonshine pickle. It tastes like gasoline. Is that an endorsement? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. That was the worst one yet. Normally they taste like pickles and then gasoline. Anyways. <laughs> let's get this show going. Certainly. Gentlemen, uh-huh. as always, you know I'll be rating your pitches on a scale of uh, 10. Yep. And I'll- I will award you two extra points towards that scale of ten if you can satisfy the questions I offer you. Oh, my tongue's gone numb. All right, I'm ready for these questions. I think I should start at a nine just because of my sacrifice for the show. He makes a Wait, very good point. Now, that, that begs the question. Are you starting at ten and deducting it like the worst restaurant goer possible? Ooh. Or are you? is it a fluctuating scale? Are we building up to or subtracting from? Wait, merciful to God, I hadn't thought of that. That is an excellent idea. Starting at 10 and deduct every time oh, you shit. wrong. Damn it, I started low. And you guys can win two points back if you do okay. well. Okay, I can do Ooh. this. So congratulations, we did very well last week. Yeah! Hey. Turns out people really went for the Kirby vape. <laughs> Huge success in sales. Huge problems in image. Some serious, serious issues with public relations. Well... As such, when I find out who's first giving me their pitches, I will give you the extra problem you need to solve for me. I'm... Because public relations is not good. Oh, that's a mixed... I'm sweating it, but I'm confident in my product. Excellent. Eric, provide me your opening pitch. All right. Ding! Let's hit the elevator. Protect your home and family with a familiar furry friend. That sounds like freedom you could trust right there. Well, my pitch is, if you need something somewhere, no amount of blood will stop us. Whoa! <laughs> Very different energy. Fitting. I will say. This fits a moonshine pickle. Um, the aggression I want to hold on to, so I'm going to start with Eric, but I'm going to give Eric time to ponder something if he wants those extra points. I am so ready to ponder, it'll blow your damned mind. Eric, since our, the release of the Kirby vape within the past week, a recent candid video of a baby vaping has put us into a bad light. Almost as if we were trying to appeal to kids by combining vaping with sucking on the top of a Kirby. 
Since okay. this is definitely not the case that we were trying to appeal to kids, I need you to explain how this is someone else's fault. Spin this so that we look like the good guys, and you get the extra points. Well, I mean, there's parents... You don't have to answer now. This can come up at the end of the show. You take all the time you need, friend. Hmm. Alright, so to be clear, the question I have to answer is how do we spin the Kirby vape to blame the parents for their misuse of it? (laughs) Already good start. It's, It's the parents' fault. I like it. I'll make a note of this. All right. <laughs> this is, all right. It's time for my pitch then. Tell me about the the furry friend home protection agency. <clears throat> well, Chris, I'm glad you asked. The world we live in gets more dangerous <clears throat> by the day. You're not safe. Your kids aren't safe, especially with that Kirby vape around. Cat <laughs> not safe. Not safe. Not no. Not protect it. Your house. Your family. What? <laughs> They're state-of-the-art, but not too state-of-the-art, Furby Sentinel Edition. Now, it comes in both long and short options, insectine Mm. and huggable, full defense or only scrim. You'd be a fool not to invest now. Invest before it's too late. Before it's too goddamn late, Chris. Eric, what'll happen if I don't invest right now? Did you say only scrim? (laughs) What? Yes, Corey? Did you say only scrim? Only scrim. Okay. Uh, are you standing by that statement? Because that's a pretty bold one in my culture. Um, <laughs> I am. This is a bold product for bold times to protect bold houses with bold guard Furbies. Oh, Furby. My, my. This is a guard Furby. A friendly, loyal pet who will defend your house at all costs. It can be long, it'll have laser eyes, robotic insectoid legs, and a powerful sense of loyalty. Or, you have the shorter, classic model. Same laser eyes, same piercing scream, same powerful sense of loyalty. Any questions? I, uh, I, I don't... Uh, I... <laughs> How oh, that's right, Corey. The f- <laughs> your 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 product makes me sad on a level that I can't really put into words. It's it's better than because a previous it's... idea, but oh man, that's hateful, Corey. <laughs> this will this is gonna change the world you live in. No, like wait, you said insectoid might... legs. Oh yeah, it's a furby. Yes. I... Just from recollection, they don't really have any insectoid features at all. That's why it's the Sentinel Edition, Corey. We have to make some upgrades for these difficult times. Dangerous times. Furbyless times. Mm, that so sounds obviously, like a much darker long furb. <laughs> I don't know, Corey. I've seen some pretty dark long furbs. Meta. I will never forget the Ouija furb. No laugh. Or the Furby uh. Krampus. The eyes are in hell, and will forever be in hell, and I can never escape it. But from those depths of terrible visions I've seen on the darkest parts of Pinterest, I've brought you a killer plan that will protect your family. So I, I, I do have definite questions here. I'm Aside ready. from, like, with the scrim withstanding... 
Um, you mentioned it'll be loyal to a fault, essentially. Uh, does this have sentience? Can think, breathe, eat? Um, what separates it from being another animal for me to... You know. I know. I know. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um, it will have a reasonable level of uh, autonomy to it. It's not going to be a full... Uh, AI, because in our initial research, we thought that would be too powerful and too dangerous because um, uh, the loyalty programming oh. tended to get abandoned pretty quickly as it advanced its own uh, its own uh, intelligence. So, um, fairly limited AI, a little bit more powerful than your classic lovable, huggable Furby, a um, little less powerful than, um, say, the Skynet... Uh, <laughs> brand builder hmm. fair um is Look, this three laws safe because i want it to hurt the intruders um it's uh three laws flexible oh i okay okay i just want to i just want to interject and mention the the horrifying mental image that has popped into my head during this conversation especially with the insectoid legs i picture a long furb with centipede legs as you're going to sleep the last thing you see you look up at the ceiling and there's this furby staring down at you saying katolumeta which means i see you and then <laughs> wait they have a language oh yeah i have the furbish dictionary open right now oh that's not what i, I want to Corey. Know exist in. and just as you pass out you hear da alo na ba which means sundown or good night and Nothing brings me more terror than <laughs> this horrifying notion of a Furby staring you to sleep. Now, Chris, take a note of yes. that. Consider yes. Corey's fear. Now, he imagine... does strike me as someone who'd break into my house, and I want him now, to be afraid when he does. Imagine for a moment you're a burglar, and then you find out they've got the Furby Sentinel edition in the home. Think about what Corey just shared. Would you go into that home? Protected by a Furby Sentinel? I, I agree. I don't think I would. Would you go um, to your own home knowing this horrifying centipede with fur and big eyes was watching you? That with a powerful sense of loyalty. At that point, I don't go home anymore. That's where the Furby lives. That's the Furby's home now. But it is safe. It is extremely safe. And it's still kind of huggable. <sighs> Just more arms for hugging. Um, no, 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 no. Well, um... <laughs> I imagine so it will hurt the intruders. It is three laws flexible. Um, have a few more questions here. How, how big is it? Like, where would it live within my home? So, it's not humongous. Do I have to give it two bedrooms? Or can it deal with one? That's the beautiful thing about it. It can live in your bedroom by your side at all times for maximum protection. Now, it comes in a variety, in a couple different sizes. We have it in medium length, which is a tall sentinel furb, which is very unpleasant, very intimidating, about the size of a uh, um, an early teen. Um, a small man. About <laughs> the size of a small man. You have the long furby, which is a little bit more of a millipede kind of vibe to it. Um or you have the the classic model, which is the size of a regular Furby, but just as armed, 
and just as powerfully loyal. I imagine the millipede, you just like, it's in the house and you just hear it just... <laughs> as it clacks through your home. <laughs> and I don't care for that in the... Sl- everything um, about this really makes me upset. Does it spend, like... Where does it spend the majority of its time? Is well, it, that's... Does it just live in my room when I'm not there? Under Do I your to, like, bed. Ask it to squeak by so I can... Wearing your shirt. into bed. Will it wear my clothing? <laughs> um... Not unless you program it to. Well, not unless you encourage it to. Now, uh, because like the original classic Furby that everyone knows and loves that has too few legs for hugging, um, this one... (laughs) Uh, This one uh, has a limited AI as well, so we want you to build a rapport with this uh, new protecting friend in your house. Um, You'll have... Um, be able to train it in certain ways, train it not to wear your clothes, train it to spend time in certain parts of the house or certain under spaces or dark attics. Um, wherever you choose to put it, just make sure you keep it, uh, give it the odd pet. Make sure it feels like... It must like, know that I'm its master, otherwise it might mistake me for something else. Oh, it absolutely will. For anyone who purchases this to learn the phrase, uh... Boo me la, which means no hug. <laughs> it's not sweet Jesus, leave me alone. <laughs> I I feel like <laughs> now, Corey. I feel like you're bringing the wrong sort of energy to this new loving, deadly, powerfully loyal companion that you could have in your house. It's not a thing to fear. It's a new friend. I've noticed over these times that you regularly bring up one specific issue, which <laughs> I, I can't help but notice. You've mentioned how loyal this thing is. Powerfully how, how, loyal. Have we had any problems with testing? Not since the loyalty upgrade. Okay. And, like I said, we've learned our lessons from Skynet considerably toned down AI. Look, I, 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 I do have another question. Okay, go ahead. I don't want to spend a lot of money. How good is its recognition of people? <laughs> now, so that's that's the beautiful thing. The base model in your classic Furb state, um, where its main function is only to scream um, as a, uh, a sort of, instead of, uh, in accompaniment to a home alarm, it will just let out a piercing, haunted scream. Um, but this is the least expensive model, but it has all the the things that you would expect. Eric, Eric, and hold love on a from a, it has all so, the so, screams you want. <laughs> I come home from work it's late at night because you know I work hard um, I open the door I don't input the key code in the wall soon enough does the Furby scream in my face that's the beautiful thing it knows you you've built a relationship with this new furry <laughs> friend it'll recognize you it'll recognize you in the dark of night it'll always recognize you in the dark of night I can't help but notice how important building a relationship with the Furby is. Just like building a relationship with any other lovable pet. This 100% okay. just sounds like a horror movie, and I kind of want to see it now. Given I'm developing a relationship with an entity that will live inside my house... Um, first question I think you avoided last time. Does it feed? Um, it does not feed. It feeds on batteries. Uh, question: How is it powered? Um, batteries. Um, lithium. Uh, lithium. 
That's not lithium a word. Lithium is a, a variation of lithium batteries that we're experimenting with to great and destructive uh, results. So that won't be in this thing. Those are not okay. ready yet. My God, are they not ready yet? Um, but the standard lithium rechargeable batteries, um, it will, um, like, um, like a Roomba, will go back to a charging station if it starts to get low on power. And that if charging it's low station. On power, will it also just let out a warning scream? <laughs> well, absolutely. Oh, good. What's furbish for low on power? Oh, man. Uh, I'll work on that. You continue asking questions. Of course. <laughs> Eric, now this yes. is possibly the most important question. Given this is another entity living in the homes of potentially lonely people, how does it feel about the implication? <laughs> okay, about I think the... I found the closest thing, which is I'm not healthy, which is Kabu Kudo. Um, <laughs> that is oh, what it will scream. <laughs> That's what it will Excellent. Eric, how does it feel about the implication? I'm not. I'm. I'm afraid. I'm not sure how to answer. We this have one some first. lonely people. What if this turns out to be their kink? Eric, you know Whoa. the implication. Oh. Well. Uh. It develops oh. an attachment to people. It may wear our clothes if we ask it to. Uh, how does it feel about the implication? Look, <laughs> I'm gonna level with you, Chris. Right now, in this arena, in this gladiatorial combat between Corey and I, we're throwing stuff at the wall. We're seeing what is the juice that makes that business tick. I don't know how to answer that question. It requires further research. I know it's a, a huggable friend with limited AI. I <laughs> Until we do extensive testing, I feel it's safe to recommend not attempting... Um, any sort of beyond platonic relations with the Sentinel Furby. Could I just say that there, like, there's a theme with a lot of your pitches, and this one I feel like really hits at home, which is essentially, <laughs> it's the equivalent of Eric just going up to someone's like, hey, do you mind giving me a ride home? I don't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> now, Corey, that seems to suggest that I'm going to unleash sorry, the guard for... No, no, I need a ride home. I don't have a gun. I was going to stop at McDonald's, grab myself a Big Mac. I don't have a gun. <laughs> now, Corey, that seems to suggest that I'm threatening Chris, which I am in no way doing, because I know his home security systems would be happy to defeat a guard Furby at the slightest provocation. Wait, we haven't... This isn't under live testing yet, is it? Um, not Do I have since to be the concerned about my house? No, your house is fine. Am I going into a full lockdown procedure? Because <laughs> so help me God, that may or Chris, may not hurt your score. Please, you're an investor. I would not even dream of live testing the guard Furby on your house. And we Minus haven't done live tests. Points. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. We, I mean, I'm open. Wait, to what? The no, it's. Uh, is this the first uh, sign that the millifurbs are going to attack Chris's compound? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Anything I say sounds damning. Look, we've we've made a couple of prototypes, and uh, we keep them um, 
in I it's a prison bold strategy, Eric. I like it. A couple prisons. testing it out against your business master, who may or may not take this well. <laughs> you better hope I make it out of this alive. I feel like I'm in a spot where it's better if I stop talking. Excellent. Thank you, Eric. That's a wonderful pitch. Mm, oh, I liked and it better to... when you kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris, to answer your question about uh, parenting, look, not everyone's cut out to be a parent. Some people will give their child a Furby vape rig. We, we can't control people Wait, like that. Furby vape rig? He did. We he's cannot got put Furby into. Ah, uh, uh, damn it! We no, can't vaporize these Furbies. No, no, absolutely. We tried uh, the cross. Uh, did not work. Shorted some systems. It was an incident. Um, that Furby has since been um, decommissioned. Um, and uh, they, I should hope so. Uh, you'll get the logs if you're interested in investing, but I, I don't recommend the audio logs. Um, they involve a lot of Mountain Dew and Doritos. <laughs> so much, so much Call of Duties. This is all just guesses. I just. <laughs> <laughs> With respect to your Kirby vape rigs, uh, how are you making this not our fault? I'm saying that you cannot expect to be able to control the whims of every wild person out there. Some people are not meant to be parents, and some of those people are willing to give their children a Kirby vape rig, even though it explicitly says, do not give this to your child. And if it doesn't, mm. we will make sure that's on the packaging from here on out. We can't be held responsible for everybody's individual action or misuse, obvious misuse of the Kirby vape rig. So we will. The concession is we can put the notice on the package, but we are not taking responsibility for you handing this thing over to a child. That's fair. Though a small note in the corner saying, "Not for children, obviously." Not for children, making but... making it brightly colored and making it taste like candy floss. But put a small pin in that, Chris, in case that child turns out very powerful. Might be an interesting thing to sell later on down the line. Interestingly, that brings us, coincidentally, to Corey's problem. Hmm? Corey, problem. Uh, recent findings have shown that people have been sharing these vape hits have unfortunately been spreading a new form of hepatitis. Hepatitis G. <laughs> How do we spin this? What? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's what? off to a bad start. People have been sharing their vape rigs, their Kirby vape rigs, and spreading a new form of hepatitis. I was trying to the sell hepati- food gloves, and you're asking me about hep... Okay, um, let me just... You don't have to answer right now, but by the end of the show, I will be looking for something if you're looking for those extra two points, because Eric just gained his back. Could you just repeat the question one more time? <clears throat> of course. Recent findings have shown that many of our uh, Kirby vape users have been sharing their vapes and have been spreading a new form of hepatitis. How do we spin our way out of this? Okay. Who do we have to give money to? Do we make a foundation? Help me. All right, I'll give it some thought. I feel like I got the way easier question on that one. I can go ahead and tell you, you did. <laughs> it's coincidental. Whoever went first happened to get that one. You piece of... All right. Can I pitch now? Yes. <laughs> I look forward to it. Look, you... you. 
asking me about hips. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, guess that really so. threw me. All right. So, all right. I am pitching to you today the Wasteland Courier and Car Share Service. Now, as we all mm-hmm. know, who can really trust the postal service? Not even just the postal service, any sort of delivery service. You can't, you're giving your stuff to someone you don't know who you, like, in mm-hmm. my career, I've had times where I've worked on the uh, shipping receiving area mm-hmm. very recently. And we, we get some beat up boxes. We get wet boxes with electronics and stuff. You, you don't, no, you don't know I what's going to I don't want my boxes getting wet. You don't. Like, what if there's sensitive material in there? That ruins the material. And they're just going to yes. say, like, it came this way, which is a clear lie. Anyways, not only that, they might just straight up lose it. They'll charge you too no. much. And every time, it always comes back to you. It's your fault I don't somehow. want those things. No. And also, like, Lyft and Uber, those companies are corrupt as hell. They don't even want to treat their employees as employees. And that's why I am here to offer you the Wasteland Courier and Car Share Service. Using whatever vehicles they have at hand, our employees will add whatever modifications they can build, and they will get you or your items to their destination, regardless of what gets in their way. They're armed, Mm. they're determined, and for the right price, whether it be cash, gas, or blast, aka ammo, they will do what it takes. Interesting. So, I feel like that was one of the most coherent pitches I've ever done. <laughs> I will support that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I first question? Uh, in in the vein of your lifts and Ubers, mm-hmm. are these independent contractors? Are they kind of? Uh, I need to do a skip the dishes order. I will join this company for a few months to make a bit of cash. Or are these dedicated professionals? Uh, to me, it, it it could go anywhere. It depends on just how much they are willing to risk. Now, skip. It, it would probably be closer to a skip the dishes thing. You send it in, someone shows up. You tell them what what uh, whether it's you or your package that you would like delivered, and uh, yeah, they they go for it. It's um. I, I feel like it would be very, very easy to get people willing to do this, not only because the worldwide economy is a goddamn joke right now, but mm-hmm. also because uh, America, lots of Canada and Australia filled with insane people who would love to have a chance to live out their Mad Max fantasy while also making mm. a little bit of scratch on the side. So, you're so also I think gonna... it's, not just, it's not just that they're getting paid. They're also living out that good, sweet life of vehicular... Uh, Manslaughter, I think, is what you're about to say. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Okay, we're just going to skip right on by that question, I guess. Now, I do, okay. Eric, any questions? Uh, several. Um, so they're, they're, <laughs> they're picking up any vehicle that they can find on hand. So this is not... Um, necessarily owned vehicles it's sort of stolen scrapper vehicles i don't know if i said that they have any vehicle they can find any vehicles they have at hand Uh, probably their own probably we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push for that Corey. Mm -hmm. 
Is there an implication here? There might be an implication. Uh, Is this implied crime? Look. Would that be implied if he said yes? Or would it be explicit? That's a good question. I'm not prepared to answer it. Corey? (laughs) (laughs) I can speak to your lawyer. What? Corey is also not prepared (laughs) to answer it. Okay, so this fleet of not stolen wink cars... Um, mm-hmm. you're also going to need drivers who are functional mechanics and welders as well. Isn't that a, isn't that a fairly at, narrow set of the, specific set of At the very skills? least, they need to know somebody. Somebody with a nice black thumb. And, uh, you expect That's them a to Mad Max to... reference. <laughs> I got it. Okay, good. Okay? <laughs> um, so, now... Gig economy workers mm-hmm, struggle mm-hmm. to get by as it is. Yes. Are yeah. you expecting your your drivers to also pay, if they don't know the skills themselves, to pay mechanics to uh, scrap up their vehicles um, to make them more dangerous and uh, more likely to make it to the delivery in record time? Um, mm-hmm. Does this mean you will be paying your drivers significantly more than... Uh, than uh, current current uh, rideshare and postal office mm. offers. Well, we'll definitely have to start out paying them fairly competitively, and that's going to that's going to continue. Uh, at first, yes, it would be recommended that they know a mechanic or, at the very least, a, a, a skilled artist. But as we gain more traction in terms of both um, staff size and customer pace. Uh, mm-hmm. We will start, um, as soon as we can, we will start reaching out to uh, mechanics, artists, anyone with a welder, honestly, just to see if uh, they would like to make a little bit money themselves while also offering discounts to the drivers. Hmm. I have some questions. Shoot. So walk me through this. Uh, let's say I have a package containing illicit means... Um, Yes, let's go with that phrasing. Uh, In my possession. Mm -hmm. I need to get it across town 15 minutes. Okay. What do I do? How does it work? Well, first off, it depends on the size of the town. Let's get down to the nitty gritty because it's a a big old city. But at the same time, as I mentioned, these people will have kitted out cars. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're going to have weapons. Part of the deal. Certainly. Now. But literally, mm -hmm. if I'm holding the package. Yes. When does it leave my hands and become their problem? <laughs> that entirely depends on how far away the nearest driver is, Chris. You're asking questions that can't really be answered, and I don't really appreciate the fact that you're trying to push me into a corner here. So that's very that's fair. Uh, am I right in saying that I assume I call them and they come to me? Is there a depot I dropped them off at? At first, at the very, I do like the idea of a depot. I hadn't thought about that, but I, at first, it would very much be similar to, to a skip the dishes or Uber. You make the call, right. they show up. You give them either your package, your 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 your. I'm not going to say illicit, but that's the word that you chose. And I was just suggesting it could be. I'm ju- I, and I'm saying if that's it what you want to have delivered, we're not going to ask questions. It's none of our business. Good, but they will get it there. Yes. Corey. So they will collect it from me and then drop it off at the house. Mm-hmm. Undamaged. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corey. 
Eric? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, wait a minute. Only one of you is Corey, but then I guess it's directed to both of you now. Corey, is this yeah. is is this Mad Max, but also the transporter? I'm going to go ahead and say yes at this point because I do like the combination of that. That's pretty. That is a pretty cool combination. I'm. It's a I mean, pretty cool combination. Do we have Jason Statham involved? Does he have a great vacation? That means yes, well, we do have Jason Statham involved. Well, hot damn! Then this is getting you just gained back an extra point. I I know people who know him. Corey, uh, follow up yeah. question: Is that what? true? <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. Eric, uh, ask your question. <laughs> I did. You didn't listen. I, I said, Corey, it. is that true? <laughs> <laughs> which, Look, which part? I, I, I'm a forward thinker. I don't know people who know him yet, but I'm fairly confident that uh, given enough time, enough of these uh, make those connections, social feelers, put them out there, get them out into the world. You know, one point loss for lying to me. It wasn't a lie. It's just a delayed. It's tr- a future it, truth. It is a delayed truth. That means it's only it's a point in time when it's not true. But it will be. Won't and that it? point in time is now. <laughs> you know, you got me there. So, uh, will they be giving a bonus for time or intactness of the package? Look, the intactness is not something you need to worry about. We have a very, very strong steel box. In terms of uh, speed... Do we, like, strap it down to the strong steel box? Like, how do we make sure it doesn't just bounce around in there? What if it's a small item in a big box? The casing is steel. The interior is... Uh, a nice, a nice foam. Oh. So there is a size limit, but again, you put that into the into the app. You tell them on the phone. However, it is you're contacting them. The secondary follow-up question to that: mm-hmm. If I was the thing being transported, would yes. I climb into the phone box? Again, it would. Like I said, it, it, depending on what it is being transported, yourself, uh, a, a small uh-huh. shoebox, maybe something the size of a man, but it's not alive. Uh, any of these types of things. Your it, words, not mine. Uh, That's so. Too... Depending on what, what <laughs> I was depending just going to say, what it is that you need transported, they will get the nearest car that is suitable for this. It's not just uh... hence the the need for the modifications as well. If if a driver wants to be able to transport smaller things, larger things, and people, they might have to do a few more modifications. Uh huh. Just as an interesting okay, sidebar. Okay. Both of our products so can, have things. We can that are... make this their problem because they have to invest in their future. Again, depending on the size of the thing being transported, it will mm-hmm. there there will be different rates as well. So it it's in their best interest to make their vehicle as accommodating to all types and uh, sizes. But there is a limited cost to me, is what I'm getting across. Uh, limited, yes. It's predominantly the on the like the, these. Again, I mentioned specifically America, Canada, and Australia. Lots of mm-hmm. crazy people, and a lot of people with too much time on their hands and a desperate, desperate need for cash. That's fair. Um, one final major question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are the laws on operating a private military company within the both North America and apparently Australia? Well, this isn't really military per se. We don't really have a goal or a united front. It's 
Yet. So it's not a militia. <laughs> no, no, not a militia. Yet. Yet. Eric, are you threatening to unionize? Because I swear to God, I will burn your house to the ground. Corey, I would. Damn it. Chris, I would never. <laughs> you got me confused <laughs> from earlier. Eric. Hang on a second. You said you were Corey before. That's, what? That's that's canon. You said you were Corey before. Never mind. Let's no, move on from here. I have no memory of this. Wait, what? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we took that pause for thought. Thank you, gentlemen. You both gained one point back each. Hey, give me yeah. a moment to think about it. Well, Chris, what do you think? Offers are on the table. Deals are on the That's table. True. Bargains are on the table. Furbies are on the table. Now they're under the table. Now they're somewhere protecting someone you love. Just remember right. how protected of somebody you love. Never mind. Fuck it. The- <laughs> now they're rubbing up against your legs, touching you with all their tiny, tiny feet. And soft, lovable fur. Corey, do you have an answer for me on how to spin the epidemic of Hep G among our Kirby users? We just call it Hep Groovy. <laughs> we just gotta twist the old uh, public perception. That's the phrase. If we change it from being a bad thing to being something everyone wants. Yeah, I bet you kids don't have Hep Groovy. <laughs> Man, bunch of squares. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way to get it is by smoking more vape like Kirby vapes. And you know what else it is? It's pretty gnarly. There's a silent G there. Like in Gnarls Barkley. Oh. Exactly, like in Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> Classic musician, Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page about Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> we all enjoy Mr. Barkley. Quick, anyone, name a single Gnarls Barkley song. Without looking it up. Uh, fuck you. Yes, damn it. <laughs> no, that was a statement to Eric. Fuck you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got. Can't tell me what to do. I got nothing either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a follow-up to that. <laughs> I didn't. I was just. Curious if anybody could think of a single Narrows Barkley song, because god damn it, I was oh, completely oh, out you is a song. It was just a quick game between friends. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, we had our got... own little version of Play Along at Home. Yeah. Oh, Christ. You've really put a damper on this. <laughs> oh, like a wet blanket on my life. I gotta say, oh. the latest Candle Nights, it was just refreshing to see that they didn't really try to be funny or anything. They're just having a good time themselves. Let's <laughs> going to take a moment and take a deep breath before we come out swinging at the brothers because that's not going to well end well for anybody but mostly us because they're big and strong steer the cannons back to face against our true enemy Cameron, Cameron Moore Cameron Moore five episodes in two years get it together Cameron I, I do genuinely like I cannot imagine what would have to go right for us to get this message to Cameron. Just kind of, you know, uh, uh, out of character, out of podcast for a moment, and I'm keeping this in. Whoa. Yes. Imagine if we got Cameron Moore as a guest. Oh. 
Oh, that would make me so happy. I God. have no idea how a guest would work on this show in any manner. God but damn it. Both barrels full in the face. <laughs> God damn it, Corey. That's all I want now, and that's all I crave, and that's what I'm going to dedicate the next at least six minutes to. Six minutes to look up and find out if Cameron Moore is willing to star on an unrelated podcast with a similar name. Hey, Cameron we... Moore. <laughs> Times have changed since the beginning of this episode. Hey, old man. We're calling you out. Our show's still better. <laughs> more of it. Three times as much content. <laughs> Stupidest. Anyways, yeah, you need to make a decision, sir. You're right. I need to give myself a second here. Gentlemen, let's adjourn for a moment. Adjourned. Gentlemen, you'll be pleased to know I have a conclusive result. Ooh. Science, in fact. Science? Okay. As such, Eric, (gasps) I have bad news for you. (gasps) Although I, yours was... The nightmare fuel? I liked your pitch more. Unfortunately, science says you lost it. Aww. With a 6 out of 10 to Corey's 7 out of 10. Yes, these points were given and taken up fairly arbitrarily, but that is who won. He got more pluses, he got less decreases, and he gave me extra time to think about things. Look, I know I won, but I'm going to be a bit of a sore winner here. Hey! Uh, <laughs> you liked his better than mine? It was effective. He had the bold strategy of implying he was sending it my way. Corey Uh, did all that implication for me. Yes. (laughs) Piece of shit. I played myself. Corey, we Uh, all play ourselves. Right into a victory. Yeah, I played myself right into a victory. Eric, I just want to go ahead and say, you know, it was a, it was a valiant effort, and you know, it's, you're, 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 you're a good competitor, and um, never come back here with nightmare fuel like that again. <laughs> I make no promises. I have nothing to back this up other than just the stern tone of my voice, which I feel carries a bit of weight, mm-hmm. I'd... because listen to these golden tones. Well, there's literally nothing right now stopping him from sending... One of them you okay. away. If I have to choose a champion in our battle, it's going to be either my guard, Furby, or friend of the pod, Cameron Moore. <laughs> Cameron, can we just tell you how much we care about you? Please, Please come, on, come the on the show. Shout out to a Romanian listener. Um, <laughs> You're good stuff, Romania. Hell yeah. Keep keeping on. You got wolves. I wish I knew anything about it. They got wolves. Corey. They, get... they, also, they also have wolves in Germany and France, places where we also have a listener. See, y'all are worried about the guard Furby, but there's a hell of a lot more wolves out there. One of the things the guard Furby won't protect you from since it wasn't invested in. I'm going to go ahead and cut you off because your pitch is done. We're going to set them out into the wild now and whatever the repercussions come what may. And I with Eric's Before you close it upsetting. off, I should let you know something interesting about Romania. Did you As know that their mass transit network in Bucharest is the fourth largest in Europe? Thank you. Hell yeah! I was in the middle of I was in the middle of the sh- the shouting end, and okay, yeah, but I mean, Romania I is you great for facts about Romania, Corey. And with that educational fact about a European country, as always. 
I have been Corey. I have been seven wolves in a suit, Eric. <laughs> Fine. Oh. I've just been regular Eric. Oh, my old age. He doesn't have a gun. And as always, the arbiter of our fates and his cash has been... I have been the business master, Chris. And I should point out, I am nominating Corey as my business Kaiser. <laughs> I'm going to get assassinated because someone couldn't get a sandwich. <sighs> I could make you a tycoon or a, a pasha. No, nah, I'm fine with Kaiser. I got I've, I've a okay life. No, 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 no. My, my, my life is forfeit now for uh, corned beef. Baron? Sultan? Thank you all for listening. Imperator. Business life forever. Business life forever. Business life forever. All that matters are profits. <laughs> I was going to go ahead and say that anybody who listened to the end of this better have been standing and saluting at that point. Ooh. Ooh, listeners, you have a challenge. He's calling you out hit- again. I am hitting stop now.